Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the most recent edition of the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The PGP right now. Thanks so much for joining us. As always, you can subscribe to the Permission Granted Podcast on iTunes. It has its own PGP. And then also, it's available on the DA Show's Facebook, or I should say the DA Show's iTunes feed, and then also on Facebook as well once a week, facebook.com slash the DA Show. couple of things to get to here, Mraz. Welcome back from the uh, from the cruise. Good to be back. Because last week you were on the cruise, you had taped in advance a mm-hmm. side B of the PGP. Yes, which I actually thought was funny because I said I'm talking to you from the middle of the sea. Trying to really sell it like it was live. You taped it on the previous Friday? Yes, the Friday right before I was going to leave that Saturday on the ship. I taped with James Ward on that Friday. Figured I'd give you guys a little break, not have to make you guys scramble for a side B. Appreciate that. So last week on Monday, Bilotti says to me, okay, do you want to tape a side A? I'm like, well, we could, but then what are you going to do for a side B? I'm thinking Bilotti's going to host a side B right, with Ward or Bogish or Berman or something. And I was like, okay, well, maybe... I don't know, maybe you're not going to be on the side A. Maybe I'll do something solo on side A. I'm like, let, let me figure this out. We'll tape tomorrow, Tuesday, after the show. Okay. Monday night, I... Ch- well, pause it. Before you get to this, so he didn't tell you what I had already given him, the side B? No. Okay. So, Noted. So I check when my flight's going to leave because I'm heading out to Kansas City on Tuesday after the show to do Wednesday morning, Thursday morning from KC. Okay. I check, and my flight's at 2 o'clock at a newer. I mean, the show ends at noon. What are you doing? Exactly. So I just backed it up as far as I could, not knowing how I was going to get over to Newark. I look at it. I'm like, well, there's no way I have time to to piece anything right. together. I've got to just fly over to Newark. So um, so I tell Bilotti, I'm like, hey, man, I, I just, I can't tape it Tuesday. I got to go get to the airport. Wednesday, I'm in KC. Thursday, I'm in KC. I'm like, let's just scratch PGP this week. Never before has been done. Is that the first skip PGP? The first, and I will take you, and I guess your memory is probably not as sharp as this as others. We have had other instances, whether you were on vacation or whether I was on vacation, that the point by you was always hammered home. I don't care what the scenario is. A PGP needs to appear everywhere or no weeks off. And there have been times I even probably mumbled <laughs> under my breath, do we really need the PGP here? We're, you know, Maybe we're stretching for something. Or, or anything like that, but we always persevered, and it may not have always been the greatest product, but a yeah. product was out there nonetheless. So to come home from vacation and find out not only had I already taped the side B to lay it up for you guys, 
But to find out that a PGP never got out there to begin with, I gotta be honest, I am very disappointed in what was what I left behind. Well, look, I give you credit. You you did your work for it. I was unaware of your work. Had I been aware of your work, I probably would have said just release that. Right. Well, just, that's that's on Pete because Pete knew. Yeah. So now I wonder did Pete just want he had too much on his plate handling Geo and Jones and you, and he just wanted one less thing to have to upload. Possibly. It might be because remember, two weeks ago you guys did the PGP and Bilotti was beside himself that I didn't take those vacation days off. <laughs> and he just wanted me not to even be doing the show from KC. <laughs> Good point. So for whatever reason, it just it wasn't gonna work out. I'm like, by the time we get if I, I can't come back on Friday morning and then right. tape a PGP, so let's just scratch it. It was just too much anyway. So much travel. I squeezed so much travel into last week. It was crazy. I land on Thursday night. <coughs> As I told the story today on the air, there's kids running around Newark Airport. When we land at midnight, I'm just annoyed. I then have to take a, a lift from there, uh, the car thing. It's like the Uber through Jersey. There's all this closures and oh. construction in, in Jersey. I don't get home until about 1230, I don't know, probably 1 a.m. on Thursday night. And you're on the air 9 a.m. Friday. I'm on the air 9 a.m. Friday, in which case, right after the show on Friday, I'm then driving up to Burlington, Vermont, seven hours, to go to the wedding. So it was just too much last week. Oh, So we scratch it. Anyway, long story longer, we now have a never-before-heard, like, director's cut of a PGP. Good point. It's just sitting here in a folder. So I'm wondering... Do we? Do I make that this side B? I think so. Did you have anything else planned for the side B? No, I could have talked to Bilotti and asked him why he didn't freaking tell you about the <laughs> side B, but I guess I could always wait till next week. Uh, now, I really don't remember what we talked about with James Ward because now we're going on two weeks since this was taped, but hey, let's let it fly, right? That's what the PGPs are for. We either use it in this PGP or we use it as like the secret tapes. It's like the tape Do we that- need second secret tapes? <laughs> The tape that never saw the light of the day. It was like the PGP that was recorded that never aired. And that is kind of epic if we have one of those. And it just sits there forever. But do we forget it exists? Yeah. Or that- do we like release it in small bites? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that <laughs> dramatic. Um, I don't know. What do you want to do? I love the idea of there being a secret PGP that never aired. Okay, so we could keep it as a secret <laughs> PGP. But the only thing is that if it never aired, it would be cool if it never aired because of like sensitive information or yeah, i'm you know, not sure there's anything sensitive yeah, about it's, it it's like is it that cool if it's secret just because we never just put the work in to publish it i will say i believe i want to make sure this wasn't an off-air conversation because this is like a six-week pgp drama that's unfolded here i believe james ward who was at your birthday gives his take and some oh. never before heard oh, okay. situations uh, to at least our audience revolving around Jay Berman and his denial as far as being uh-huh. a creep at the party. I believe I'd have to go back and recheck that this wasn't just a newsroom <laughs> conversation. This wasn't the PGP, but I think Ward sheds some light and gives us maybe some things that the audience is unaware of. And I was unaware of regarding Jay Berman's possible involvement in being a creep at your birthday. All right. Well, I, I think then we definitely have to release it. Okay. We definitely have to release it. All right. Number, Boy, this is really, this is really, we're giving you real behind the scenes now. Number two, there was no PGP last week. And I, you've said that's the only one we've ever missed since we started it now three years ago. Yeah, because we're about to hit 160, right? So 
It's 52 weeks a year, so that's three full years. Yeah, it was right. August of 15. So no, right. August of 14. It's a good run. It's a Cal Ripken-like run. Yeah, but I didn't hear from one person on social media that we, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a BGP. So maybe my sense of how important this is in people's lives is wildly inflated. No, either that or we have very smart listeners that assume two things. Number one, I was off, and maybe that had something to do with it. They knew I was off. Number two, uh, there were podcast troubles to begin with last week with CBS's mm, podcast platform that's changing. That's true, yeah. And I know, because I got a couple tweets where I had no idea what was going on when I got back, people wondering where the regular podcasts were. So maybe just in the influx of all that, they assumed the PGP was lost in the shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's possible. Um, all right, well... I'm glad that nobody like came out with the the pitchforks and torches that we didn't have the PGP last week. Um, so maybe we're talking to nobody right now. It's distinctly possible. I mean, we do get number, <laughs> we do get download numbers, and we know that there's somebody listening, but apparently it wasn't enough that anybody noticed. Yeah, I, mean, I got a big family. <laughs> also, we now have with WatchDA.com the digital broadcast something called Scribble Live, and Scribble Live is. An interface, a chat interface during the broadcast where viewers that are watching the show can interact with the show kind of like a live chat screen on the Watch DA right. screen. Um, do we think that this is great? Do we think that it doesn't really make much of a difference? No one's going to do it anyway? Or is it dangerous with our listeners? I think it's probably a, a piece of all three. Okay. I am tempted... I am, I'm sorry, I am cautionary to pub like this is some kind of crazy new invention we have to the show because in reality, it's a chat room. We've seen chat rooms for 20 years on the internet. Now, the <laughs> right. problem is, at least on Twitter, when we get tweets into the show, you could choose what tweets to read. And if we get really nasty or dirty tweets, well, they're not going to make it on the air. Right. If you're sitting there and watching the show with the scribble next to you, you unfiltered are going to see these comments. Right. I guess we have the potential to block a commenter if it's too much. Right. So that's going to get nasty. That's going to get dirty. But then my question is, because Twitter already exists, are people, while they're watching, really going to be chiming in with the live chat, or would they rather just tweet us? I guess it's slightly easier if you are watching Watch DA on your laptop to then just have the window there interacting with us. But that mm -hmm. window doesn't open up if you're on mobile. So that's only a desktop situation. Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. But I wonder, though, like we read tweets or Facebooks or even something like Target Demo Friday. Yeah. Like if we make sure we're reading, uh, you know, the scribble comment of the day or something like that, maybe that'll drive people to use the... Yeah, it could. Yeah, I mean, I think if it caught on, it would be awesome. You just right. can't force people to catch on to it because they are using other forms to communicate where, with us. Where it doesn't exist, right. If they're tweeting all the time, you can't tell them, okay, stop do, stop doing that. Now just do scribble. But it could be very, very funny if used correctly because we do have very funny listeners. And if they're weighing in in real time and what we're talking about, and it's right next to the screen that we're talking about it. Not a 140-character limit either. Right. That it could be very funny. I think it has to protect. It's a boomer bust. Yeah. It's a, it's a real flyer. It's a guy who played one year JUCO college, came yeah. up, had a big senior year at South Florida, and you draft him. That's true. That's all yeah. we're looking for here. Yeah. So we'll see how this. I mean, it's a wild how long it's taken to get this thing going on. This is months in the making. Months. It's, I mean, the, we we only just got the camera for the control room. The technology has existed on this website, watchda.com, since we launched it four months ago. This was right. in April. 
We have not been able to get the account login from the tech department. We needed an email that needed to be cleared for like 70 people. Yeah. And it finally got cleared. We finally have it accessed. And now both you and I just today have been tutored into how to utilize it. And the tutoring took about a minute and a half. So it's not like they needed to sit down and teach us biology. It worries me. Don't I mean, it really does. <laughs> Let me just be honest. It worries me because it all came down to an access email account yeah. that had to be created and approved. Now, this could be people in tech department, web department, email department, whatever, dropping the ball. Good. Could just slip between the cracks. Nobody cares. About and it's it. by the time it got to this point, it was summertime when that really got pushed. But it could be that there are so many levels, so many layers of green lighting that has to happen at a corporation like this, that it really does take two months to get an email cleared, which would be terrifying. Both situations are terrifying. That's very scary. I mean, to think about I mean, how many people do we have working here to begin with that's got to get cleared by that <laughs> many people, right? But I mean, you know, there's layers of corporate that's not even in this building. So does it have right. to get cleared by in Washington, D.C. to legal or whatever? Is that where our legal department is? I I wow. think so. Oh wow. God. Oh, wow. That might be a PGP first. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. I hope I'm right. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> For those that don't know that they what they heard, Mraz was... One ass cheek on the chair, one ass cheek off. He kind of slid slightly off the chair and ripped a giant fart. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so wet. <laughs> and now you're so embarrassed. I can't believe it just happened on the podcast. We can't edit that out, right? Your face is red. You're so embarrassed. You're holding your forehead. My, I'll tell you what happened here. <laughs> I've been eating clean for two days, and my body's just rejecting it because I ate, like, crap for seven days on the boat. You were on the cruise, then what have you been eating the last two days? I've had, like, a lot of greens, a lot of salad. I've been taking, like, a lot of water. I'm just trying to flush my whole system, and I almost flushed it right on the PGP. Here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank goodness I'm wearing jeans. That has never happened on the PGP before. Well, Berman has farted on the PGP. No, he farted on the... Oh, yeah, he has farted on the PGP. I've never let a, a loose goose out, that's for sure. No, no, no. And that one was... That was a serpent right there. I, that was... It was like a kazoo. Yeah, wow. So, have you been having digestive issues the last two days with the new diet? I wouldn't call it digestive issues as much as um, more frequent issues. Okay. So, yeah, just I think my... My body is going through a, a changeover. It's going, okay, we're going back to, we have to get rid of the bad and it's good. <laughs> and it's getting rid of a lot of bad. <laughs> and I, so, I went through, I had like a four-day hitting streak with two ice creams a day on this boat. <laughs> Did you feel like that was a fart that was coming out right there? No, I knew I felt a little stomach pain, but I thought, ah, okay, I'll be okay. I My leg was jiggling. I had about five more minutes on this BGP. I'd be okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't know. I was out of out of time. But you, I didn't push. <laughs> but you then slid your ass cheek off of the chair. Because I, I just kind of was just trying to give myself a little stretch, a little move. Hmm. And I didn't I didn't know it was going to move out of me. I didn't feel, There was no push. That was a slip. The pull got through Buckner. Oh, God. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> a high-quality PGP they're getting here. A scribble update and a fart. <laughs> And something we taped two weeks ago on side B. 
This could be the lowest quality PGP we've ever put out. <laughs> Just humiliating content we're putting out. <laughs> Which would also be awesome if we have all those promos running on WFAN. Finally check out the PGP. Someone finally relents. All right, I'll listen. And then it's just like fart talk and a scribble live and segment from two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to wrap up side A on yeah, that. That's it. We go catch us on play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, side B from two weeks ago is now. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B of the PG Pizzle, the PGP. This is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show and host of Side B, and I'm joining you from the great beyond, from the middle of the ocean. As you're listening right now, I am on a cruise ship as we head to the Bahamas. But no, I'll let you know a little secret. I taped this on Friday. So how you doing? I am joined by <laughs> by former associate producer of the DA Show, James Ward, today. James, what's up? You know, cruise ships have everything on them. It wouldn't shock me if they had, like, a podcast uh, recording studio. I think yeah. you could do that. Maybe we connect via ISDN. Do you think we could dupe the listeners into thinking you're still on the cruise ship? Well, I think it's already been spoiled by the open. You want to try re-recording it? No, I think we'll just go with this because I'm too lazy to hit the, <laughs> the re-record button. All right. Um, okay, a couple odds and ends to get into with you, Wardsy, since the last time we had you. It's been a while. Been a while. Number one, in the ongoing saga that has played out over the PGP for over a month now, the Was Jay Berman a Creep at DA's birthday has taken, really, Twitter in the newsroom by storm, and you were also at DA's birthday where I was not, so I feel now would be the time to ask you and chime in, was Jay Berman a creep with pictures or the allegations false? When I came into work on, I guess, Monday morning, whenever that was, after you guys had done sort of the PGP reveal to Berman. Okay. And remember, this was the reveal, and this was two weeks, I believe, after we had discussed The way you set it, it up was perfect. Yeah, caught him you looking. did a whole PGP on how Berman was a creep, and Berman only saw the headline that said someone at the birthday was a creep. <laughs> right. And so he was totally thrown off guard. So it was, it was perfect. But... Uh, I came into work that day, and Berman actually pulled me aside and said, listen, you were there. Was I – did I do any of this? Was I a creep? <laughs> Hold on. Was, was he I taking serious? Sne- he pu- dead serious, pulled me aside. And you don't have many, many uh, serious moments with Jay Berman, right. but he was actually wanted to have a serious conversation about this. So he which, pulled me aside. Which tells you we hit home with Jay if he's thinking struck seriously. Struck a nerve. Very much struck a nerve with Mr. Berman. Okay. So he pulled me aside, okay. and I said, listen, you, I don't remember you taking any creepy photos, but you did disappear for two hours, and just and you were in the room by yourself zoning out. Okay. Now, okay. So is that – that's a little – it's a little weird. Okay. Now, I'm going to stop you right there because this was something that was discussed. I don't know that what you just said was discussed on the PGP. Maybe it was, but I feel like this was discussed in the newsroom only. Jay Berman, and you just called it two hours. I have heard reports of an hour, and he have told he has told me 20 minutes to a half an hour. Apparently left the birthday at one moment disappeared to the point where nobody knew where he was except for a couple people that found him in a lounge area in DA's apartment building staring off into space on a couch. And you want to talk about being a creep. That's a creep moment. If you walk down, what's Jay Berman doing? Oh, he's not making eye contact, but he's staring off into space. 
You have called it two hours. How long was Jay Berman gone? It was probably between an hour and 90 minutes. Wow. How does he go missing for that long? And, and not asleep either. And I will put this in, put this in the mix, too. It was a hot day. The room was nice and air conditioning. It was DA has a nice apartment building, so okay. there's all these you know amenities for the guests to use. There's a, a a room with like a movie screen and a bathroom, and that's kind of where everyone was going to the bathroom. So Berman went to this room with the air conditioner that was by the bathroom. So not only was he in this room for an hour or ninety minutes, he was also sitting outside the bathroom spacing out for 90 minutes. So maybe that might be what some of the complaints are. I don't think he was doing anything mischievous there. Well, well hold on, though. But How it do happened we... to be that the where he was sitting was right next to the bathroom. How do we know that he didn't at any point, let's say, take pictures of people leaving the bathroom where that could be mischievous? You know, who knows if there's a guy and a girl just being friendly, they each leave the bathroom, all of a sudden he's got a picture of them together and it looks bad to them, like... Maybe those were the pictures that were in reference to where nobody was around to see those pictures. Right. And Jay has since showed us his phone, but those could have been easily deleted. He could have woken up. Why do I have these pictures? What's this? I don't know these people. Let me delete these right away. Meanwhile, when he's in another world and that's zoned out, he doesn't even either remember doing it. And these people clearly remember him being a creep. So I would say this, Jay, uh, James, what did you tell Jay as far as him being a creep? I said, listen, I don't remember you being a creep outside of the party. But I do remember you going MIA for about an hour, maybe 90 hmm. minutes. And he goes, oh, that didn't happen. That didn't. No, it did. I remember it happening. And it was actually at the point because Berman and I live close to each other. Okay. I had to work the next day. So I didn't want to stay out too late. I think around midnight was when I kind of was like, you know, I, I got to get home. I got to get some sleep before work tomorrow. Right. Berman and I had discussed sharing an Uber because we live close. DA actually lives in Brooklyn. Berman and I both live in Manhattan. So it makes sense for us to share an Uber. I kept going down there. Berman, uh, you ready? Like, I don't want to rush you, but I'm thinking about uh, thinking about bouncing if you want to share, share a ride. Yeah, I'll be up there in a minute. Never came up. So I kept going back to check on him, which is <laughs> why I know precisely how long he was there. Because I kept going back, hey, I'm, I'm getting out of here. I don't want to rush you. And it turns out, he stayed after I left because he was having such a good time and he didn't huh. have to work on Sunday. So that's why I think my time, if if we're in a court of law right now, I have a pretty good indicator of how much time it was because I was directly relying on Berman for a, a ride home. Okay, so I think if, again, I don't have the evidence in front of me because much like um, if you murder somebody with a gun and you throw the weapon in the ocean and you never see it again, Jay has probably deleted the pictures to prove that he didn't, in essence, take pictures. And he may have even deleted them before these accusations came out. But the fact that he was missing that long and the fact that when you brought it up to him that he was missing that long, he was so quick to deny when you know for a fact he wasn't, tells me there's something fishy going on with Jay. And he is on the advanced hurry-up mode of trying to cover this up. So I'm going to declare in my court of law, earlier last week we had on the DA Now, are show, you the judge? You're the non-biased well, well, judge? Well, this is what I'm going to do here because— Last week, if you're listening right now, because now I'm on a cruise ship and I'm not here, last week we had Andrew Bogish be the judge on the show to discuss whether Paul Nano stole our bit, which I still think he did, and he declared that he did not. I think he did. We'll talk about that in a sec. I'm glad you brought that up. I will be the judge here in the PGP. I'm calling Berman guilty, and I, I might be closer with Berman than most people here. He is guilty of being a creep at DA's birthday, and I wasn't even there. It's The guilt is there. When there's smoke, there's fire. 
And the building's smoking right now. There's a lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke and a lot of denial, league of denial, out of Jay Berman. Okay, now you just brought that up. You were aware of everything that happened with last week with Paul Nanos and hot dog eating and just the whole, very strange the way he went about it. And you were calling him guilty. I saw most of what happened on Twitter, whether it was Saturday or Sunday okay. afternoon. Take a time out here, and I don't mean to jump you. Did you see early yeah, early in the afternoon when he messaged me about French fry eating or something like that? Did you see any of that? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't okay. think I saw that. He, he came out of the blue with asking me about, you know, French fry eating and all this, and I brought up hot dogs to him, and then that night he all of a sudden is eating hot dogs. Ah, I was unaware of that. Which, that was what really piqued my interest. Like, oh, so all of a sudden I put hot dogs in your mind, now you have James eating hot dogs on the show? Yeah. Come on. That's that's a little fugazi. So what would, okay, so what your I think that they definitely stole the bit. So you would disagree with Judge Andrew Bogus's ruling on the show? At this point, CBS Sports Radio, if you think of the one show on the network that has hot dog eating, chicken wing eating, you know, chip tasting, the one show that yeah. is heavily invested in food conversation. You think of the DA show. We've done the wienership. I was, uh, as some of these listeners probably know, I was a disgraceful part of a few different wienership challenges. And the chicken challenge. And the chicken challenge. But when I think of eating hot dogs in the sports radio business, I think of the DA show, and I think anything uh, any show other than the DA show eating hot dogs on the air on CBS Sports Radio deserves all the hate and vitriol they get because it is a DA show bit. I agree. And, and listen, if you're on another radio network or not associated with CBS, okay, there's not really much we could do. But I'm talking about under the CBS Sports Radio umbrella, that's that's the DA show bit. Like the eating belongs to us. And it's not to say that we would tell Paul Nanos or anybody else who wanted to have some fun with their producers and eat something if a challenge came down that they couldn't do it. All we're saying is either mention, hey, this is a real throwback, a real tribute to the DA show. They, they're they the pioneers of this. You know this what I mean? This is our spin on the DA, on the show's, DA show's leadership thing. challenge. Well, either credit us or how about just simply ask us, hey, I know this probably sounds a lot about like what you guys do. We, we may be really... infringing on your territory. Oh, we got but... none of that. We right. got none of that. All we got was a bunch of denial on how it was different when it wasn't. And for that reason, that reason only, I've lost a little respect for Paul Nanos. And you know, not so much Ben Horowitz because he's my guy as the producer of that show. But even James Graceffo, who runs the web stream for us on the Watch DA at least once a week. I feel like he's now a mole back to the Nano show. I don't like it. Yeah. Artie I, Lang, as we call him. Uh, I agree. You Jim can't. Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the comedian. Um, I think it's I think it's a DA show bit. I think they needed to, to give you some credit, um, and that's kind of that. I, I don't see how you could see it any other way. Thank you. So Judge Andrew Bogus's ruling was false. Now, before— We're going to we, appeal it. Before we let you go, James, we have to talk about what really is, is happening here and something also that's been mentioned on the PGP almost weekly. DA has made a zillion permission-granted podcast promos that have been running— on the WFAN stream, for anybody who wants to listen to WFAN in New York online, uh, WFAN stream, they've had people reach out. and Basically, they've been running all in-house promos to go online and listen to digital stuff. Through that, a lot of people pulled out, and it's been DA promo after DA promo after DA promo. DA now has, instead of pulling the promos, in a desperate seek, has asked myself and now has asked me to pass along the word to you to record our own promos. And basically, anything we do on the show now is just going to be promoted on the FAN stream. I have done a promo now for the up-the-gut uh, football picks and, and the pieces that I write once a week during football season. 
He has me promo on the YouTube page, which is all good and fun. It's all good exposure to hear a voice. And now, James, you're not even on the show anymore, but we're going to keep you involved with Ward's winners. And he now wants you recording promos. Are we, is this to our benefit or is DH just using us now to try to take the heat off him? I think it's to our benefit because, let's face it, any pub for you or I is good publicity, whether sure. or not it, it gets the same vitriol that D, the that DA's getting. Right. I think it's good for us. I have to say, one of my favorite promos that came out in recent memory, the uh, outside the cage guys, they <laughs> actually did a, a promo making fun of uh, making fun of the promos. They oh. had Hoffman doing a fake Al Dukes, and they had Ike doing a fake DA. Okay, so not telling to be, their listeners to listen to the Outside the Cage podcast. So not to be too insidey here, because some of you listening to this PGP probably have this no is idea. Very what you're inside, baseball. very inside. Outside the Cage is a podcast that you could listen to, just like this Permission Granted podcast on Play It, and it's by two producers from CBS Sports Radio and WFAN, Pete Hoffman and Ike Feldman. Ike Feldman works with After Hours and Amy Lawrence, and they follow UFC and all that goes into it. And I, they actually do a really excellent job and have found a real good niche. With their podcast. So just like you're listening to this, you can go over and scroll through the sports list and you can find Outside the Cage. I'll give them the pub here. For their promos, they decided to one impersonate DA and one impersonate Al Dukes, the producer of Boomer and Carton, which you can catch on CBS Sports Network. Oh, hi there. Who has a podcast and they do it back and forth. And it's supposed to be a spinoff. You're always hearing DA or always hearing Al Dukes on the stream. The one they did for Al Dukes, which I think was Pete Hoffman making, that was very funny. I didn't think Ike Feldman doing DA was funny at all. I it thought just he, sounded like Ike. It sounded like Ike. It didn't sound like a DA impersonation. However, and to come full circle and make a long story longer, last week or two weeks ago, because I keep forgetting I'm in the middle of the ocean as I tape this, <laughs> that that promo must run on the stream. And I get a text from DA, who is hosting on WFAN at the time. He goes, hey, Mraz, he goes, do me a favor, check in with so-and-so, the guy who handles these promos. And ask him if he's running one of me promoting the Outside the Cage podcast, because I never recorded that, but I'm getting tweets that I am. Uh, or not tweets. He might have even gotten a text from his girlfriend or something like that. And immediately, when I thought about it for a sec, I knew that Ike and Pete Hoffman had done this, had imitated him. And I specifically remember that it didn't sound anything like DA. So I don't know if whoever it was, whether his girlfriend or people tweeting, actually thought that was DA but DA didn't even know this was going on, and DA was actually getting people thinking that he was promoting the outside of the cage. So I don't know if outside the cage dropped the ball and now thought that those people were really promoting them, or if people just don't know what everybody actually sounds like. Because let's face it, it doesn't sound like DA at all, right? And by the way, I know it was a long runaround to get to the right. point, but I just found that amusing. It's a very it funny bit, though. Yes, they nailed. I the- like that. That so DA took took to reading the mean tweets as part of the promos. Right. And these guys took to doing impressions of the other people, as well as Hoffman has one. Yeah, you don't need to say your name because he already did it, and we already just heard all these promos five minutes ago. So everyone's kind of having their own fun with the, with the promos and how it's basically two promos running on loop for twenty minutes, which has got to be got to be annoying if you listen to the FAN stream. But now, James, full circle, that might be me and you now. So, do you think we're going to get some hate mail? Eh, why not? Right? There are worse things in the world. There are, and you know what? Everybody hates me because I'm fat anyway. So if they hate me for a, for a promo, I'm okay. And no one in New York likes college football. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be the takeaway for me. 
awards winners will come your way on the feed on uh, I guess on a promo near you soon. All right, James, you can follow you on Twitter at James Ward CBS. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mraz CBS. I don't know if I've already drowned a dolphin, if I will see a humpback whale, if a whale looks at me and thinks I'm one of them. All of that is possible, and I will have my vacation stories when I come back next week on the PGP and on the DA Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 